RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt, and today is Monday, September 9th, 2019. On today's show, Alex Kurtzman welcomes fans to the new StarTrek.com. Democratic presidential candidate Cory Booker talks about his Trek fandom. And a Star Trek Discovery writer quits the show after being chastised for using the N-word. All this and more catching up on the weekend's Star Trek news, coming up next. Yesterday, September 8th, was the 53rd anniversary of the premiere of Star Trek. And to commemorate the occasion, StarTrek.com released a video of Alex Kurtzman, welcoming fans to their revamped website. The video begins with Kurtzman reaffirming the core tenets of Star Trek – Love, family, friendship, courage, sacrifice, and above all, grand, limitless optimism. He goes on to paraphrase Captain Pike from Star Trek Discovery in saying, Star Trek is a promise, and it's a promise we intend on following through with StarTrek.com. While StarTrek.com has been operating with a new look for a couple of months now, it's been more of a soft launch. They've been working on covering breaking news such as Comic-Con and STLV, recruiting content authors with their new submissions policy, and diversifying the type of content they produce. That new content has not been without controversy, however. William Shatner criticized a recent post comparing Beyoncé and Captain Kirk, tweeting, Oh, Star Trek, you need a new temp running your social media accounts. But Kurtzman emphasized that the motivation for the revamped site is to serve the fans, saying whether you're a fan who watched episodes that aired nightly after broadcasts filled with news out of Vietnam, or someone who came to Trek in 2017 because you love Michelle Yeoh as much as I do, Star Trek is for you, and we want to make sure you don't feel left behind. Kurtzman closed out the video by extending an invitation to all fans. Let's move forward together into this amazing, inspiring, ever-growing universe that you've all played such a huge part in building. Thank you all, and welcome home. Happy Star Trek Day. Democratic presidential candidate Cory Booker has made no secret of his love for Star Trek, and a new interview last week in the New York Times focuses on just that. The interview starts with the fact that Booker spent the month leading up to his candidacy re-watching all of Voyager, and it ends with a discussion of his favorite Star Trek episode. Spoiler alert, it's the inner light. But far from being just another politician attempting to prove their relatability through fandom, Booker spoke candidly about the values from Star Trek that shaped who he is and still speak to him today. It was Booker's father, Carrie, who got him into Star Trek. According to the New York Times piece, he introduced Booker to the original series after it had gone off the air. But when asked what his father saw in Trek, Booker said, It was hope. Star Trek was more than just an escape. It was a portal to say the future is going to be different. 
It's incredibly hopeful and a belief that we're going to get beyond a lot of these lines. We're going to unite as humanity. It'll be a place where your virtue guides you, the highest of human aspirations. In the course of the interview, Booker revealed that his favorite captain is Captain Picard. He said, I do love how profoundly intellectual he is and how reasoned and thoughtful. There's something about his style that I've just found compelling. It will come as no surprise then that Booker's favorite episode is The Inner Light. The Star Trek The Next Generation Season 5 episode saw Captain Picard live a whole life in the blink of an eye. The episode really broke me up, said Booker. For my dad, who lived this incredible life, in the end, he fell into dementia. I think he started to lose perspective on the achievements of his life. In many ways, I was taught by him that we think life is about the big battle, the big election, the big win. But really, I think what my dad taught me was that really, life is about the small moments, the everyday acts of human kindness. There's something beautiful about that episode that just talked about a life well-lived. Cory Booker is due to participate in the Democratic Party's third presidential debate this Thursday, September 12th in Houston, Texas. The debate will be aired live on ABC and Univision. More news in a moment, but first, a word from me. Daily Star Trek news is made possible by contributions from listeners like you. From as little as $1 a month, you can help me keep the show running and allow me to concentrate on bringing you the best Star Trek content as it happens. To find out how you can be a part of the Daily Star Trek news family, just head on over to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. Acclaimed novelist Walter Mosley has claimed he quit a Hollywood writer's room because he was chastised for using the N-word, and sources claim that he was talking about Star Trek Discovery. The Hollywood Reporter brings us the story from over the weekend that Mosley, known for his Easy Rollins series of books, including Devil in a Blue Dress, wrote about the incident in an op-ed for the New York Times. According to the piece, although Mosley, who was black, did not reveal which show he departed, sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that it was CBS All Access's Star Trek Discovery. Mosley in his op-ed explained that he didn't call anyone the N-word, but that he was relating what a Los Angeles cop had told him. Afterwards, he said, he received a call from the HR department, who said that while he could use the word in a script, he could not say it. The Hollywood Reporter says that sources note that HR called Mosley to inform him that typical use of that word was a fireable offense, but there was to be no course of action taken against him. Instead, they said that a writer in the room was uncomfortable with it and effectively wanted to ensure he was aware of the studio's policy. Mosley said that the call led him to resign. He explained... I was in a writer's room trying to be creative, while at the same time being surveilled by unknown critics who would snitch on me to a disembodied voice over the phone. My every word would be scrutinized. Sooner or later, I'd be fired, or worse, silenced. In response to the op-ed and appearing to confirm the claim that the show in question was Discovery, CBS TV Studios provided The Hollywood Reporter with the following statement. 
We have the greatest admiration for Mr. Mosley's writing talents, and we're excited to have him join Star Trek Discovery. While we cannot comment on the specifics of confidential employee matters, we are committed to supporting a workplace where employees feel free to express concerns and where they feel comfortable performing their best work. We wish Mr. Mosley much continued success. Mosley had been on the writing staff for Discovery for just three weeks. Mosley is not listed on IMDb with any Star Trek credits. As for Star Trek Discovery Season 3, it's still currently in production and expected to premiere sometime next year. For Star Trek's 53rd anniversary, the Planetary Society released a video of Robert Picardo, Star Trek actor and society board member, reading a letter from Gene Roddenberry to fans. In the letter written in 1980, Roddenberry made a rare endorsement of the Society and encouraged fans to support it too. He wrote, The essence of the Star Trek missions are to discover, to learn more about our universe, and to apply that knowledge to the benefit of mankind. Star Trek is, of course, fiction, but its idea is very real and very important. It is this idea which the Planetary Society is devoted to, and I believe they can help turn into a reality. All of us must join together in a focused effort, scientists and non-scientists aligned, to insist that our elected leaders reflect our support of space exploration. According to the Planetary Society's website, it was founded in 1980 by Carl Sagan, Louis Friedman, and Bruce Murray. Today, the Society is run by CEO Bill Nye, with the mission to empower the world's citizens to advance space science and exploration. The Society boasts over 50,000 members in over 100 countries. On the blog post accompanying the video, Picardo reiterates Roddenberry's plea to fans from 1980. We have a proud history bridging the communities of science fiction and space science. To all of our members reading this, thank you for being part of our mission to advance space science and exploration. If you're not a member, what better day is there to join us? May you live long and prosper. Happy Star Trek Day, everyone. If you'd like to find out more for yourself about the Planetary Society, including how to become a member, visit planetary.org. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know and Trek trivia. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.